Come on, come all, come gather around. Come hear tales both lost and found. Finally, show not about true crime. It's David and Michael's story time. Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting edition of Story Time. I'm unofficial uh, S Club Seven super fan, David Miller. I'm secret Backstreet Boy, Backstreet Boy backup dancer, Michael Santel. Nice, nice. Uh, oh man, I, I wonder what my voice is going to sound like now because these headphones that I just put on behind the scenes, little tidbit, are like way different. I can't, like I'm hearing, it sounds like I'm muffled to myself, which my old headphones did not feel like, and I don't like this. Why can you hear yourself? Why can't no, you... I can't. I, oh, that's the problem. But it feels muffled. <laughs> Do I come in your brain? Everything muffled? is quieter right now. I Whatever is the reason, but uh, I'm just going to, you know, get through it. Quiet Santel, you figured out a way to nerf me. You've yeah. nerfed my volume and energy yeah. in your head. It's different for you. I just, I don't like how I sound now to myself because I, I like my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you That's sound nasally? Do you feel like you live in your No, I just, I, let's, we can, we can move past it. Yeah, I just, I, I feel like I'm foggy headed, but I'm not. It just sounds like I am to me and me alone. Well, we're moving past David's foggy head and moving yeah. right into the childhood trauma of oh, alien boy. fighting kids. Boy, this it, is—it's getting nuts. Though we're gonna—we're gonna get to it. Now, last time was, and I know this is summing up a little—a little too much, but it was the spooky house adventure, right? They were at the theme park and at they, the end they, of the they, day. They yeah, it, the house? whole. Okay. The whole crux of the last time, which was the uh, oh fuck, what was the name of that episode? The forgotten. The, the forgotten. Wild. Uh, no, the unknown, wasn't it? It was the unknown. I, I don't. I'm not looking at my notes. I was Why did you say it like you knew that? Um, is the unknown and the uh, like the huge crux of a lot of the book was about like the Area 51 type zone. The 91. horses, the horses, yeah, the horses dialing on the telephone. Yeah. yeah, the horses. Goodbye. Well, goodbye, horses, and hello. What is the next book we're reading today? This is books uh, 15, uh, and it is called The Escape. And as Ooh. a refresher on the cover, this is what we got here. You're not looking at the... You're I'm not, not looking. looking. I was writing it down. <laughs> it's a shark adventure. It's a hammerhead means, shark adventure. Yeah, but it means it's a sea adventure novel. It's a Navy. Mm-hmm. They're Navy mm-hmm. kids today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, this is a book from the point of view of Marco, who is mm. basically my favorite character. Um, Do you think that you are the Marcos of our group? I, I, first of all, it's Marco, not Marcos. We know a Marcos. This character is Marco. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I have always, even since reading these as a book, I've always identified a lot with Marco. Question, do you also identify with our friend Marcos? Almost that... not at all. Okay, no. okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, so... From the POV of Marco. Uh, and well, we... great. Well, let me tell everyone what's going to happen in yeah, this book I this week. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, we always beat around the bush, and I try to think of something clever with like, ooh, they're escaping this thing. Nope. This one's they're literally gonna... called the escape. Yep. Yeah. yeah well, I, but but I'm always like, oh, well, maybe it means they're trying to escape the Black Friday sales that are oh, going on. No, sure. none of that bullshit. They're going to go to the ocean to look for Marcos's mother. They're going to find a confrontation with Remember the... that only Jake knows about Marcos' mom. Everyone Great. else just knows that it's Visser 1. Okay. Yeah. So everyone's going to find out in this book the truth of what's going on. This is going to be some sort of either reconnaissance at the sea or like, oh, let's go look in this area. They're going to get in a deep 
fucking shit with the viscers and have to escape them and escape the sea because of what's going on. Uh, and Jake will be called to task. He'll be like, how did you know and not tell me? He's like, I couldn't. The mission. The, Jake the- knows already. Right, Jake knows, but but oh, Marcos is going to confront him about not telling him. He's going, if you were a good friend, you would have told me. And at the end of this book, it's going to be like... But it's because he's being a good friend. friend. Yeah, he's being a good friend to Marco. Marco doesn't want anyone else to know. I don't know. It's I don't Marco's know. I don't, mom. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. I don't know we'll, how I feel We'll get into that. it. Yeah, we'll get okay. into it. Uh, one of the kids will be very badly hurt in animal form, but will become human and will be fine. <laughs> That's fair. And... Uh, uh, the ki- one of the kids will mention he's got to go try these new types of ice cream called Dippin' Dots at the mall. He's <laughs> really excited for Dippin' Dots. <laughs> and in the book, there'll be a little T in a circle. That's how you yeah. know it's trademark. It's real Dippin' Dots. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, uh, great prediction. Some of them were pretty close. Yeah, yeah. I Listen, let's get to this escape. I'm ready for it, David. Okay. So, uh, to start, all of the Animorphs are at... Um, the big new mega mall that like opened across town, you know, uh, and in they... an undisclosed town and an undisclosed yeah. time where I yeah. geographically can't tell you anything that's there except that we're in Atlanta and the Coca Cola <laughs> factory's over Honestly, there. Honestly, we what if we might? I was while reading this book, I was like, Ooh, what if it's like San Diego? Oh, if it's San Diego, let's. D- uh, San yeah, Diego. And, and we'll see why. You'll see why in a bit. But San yeah. Diego is a secret animal town, FYI, for people that don't know. It's a secret animal town. You can see a lot of animals there. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, so they're so they're at this big mega mall. Specifically, they're going to this new restaurant that opened up called the Amazon Cafe. Amazon Cafe. <laughs> Should have guessed it. <laughs> um, and the reason they're going there is because the Amazon Cafe is using real like live parrots that are like sitting out in cages like fucking squawking at the customers and stuff uh and and they keep getting like pestered by fucking kids and whatever and so cassie is like we've got to do something for these parrots i can't believe the one time i don't guess eco justice it happened (laughs) so the kids are fucking with these birds which means someone's going to acquire bird because they're going to like dive bomb these kids specifically some like asshole kids are like poking at the birds being like uh, what is it? Uh, say Howard Stern rules. Come on, say Howard Stern. And it's like, all what right. What a fucking idiot. If you're going to make the bird say anything, make the bird say Baba Booey. Like, what an idiot. <laughs> fucking dumb kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so Cassie, upon seeing that, like, asks Marco, like, Marco, how do we help these birds? No, she doesn't ask Jake because Jake would be like, don't do that. That's like, like gonna draw attention to us and marco's but like jake I have doesn't always know the answers david well marco's like I, I absolutely let's cause trouble i have an idea let's do this and so all the animorphs end up going and so when they're like jake why are you coming along he's like because if i said no you guys would do it anyway like right. <laughs> so so i'm gonna be here at least to help things stay civil yeah he's uh, keeping on track so they they've like timed they've kind of figured out when the like person comes to like take the birds to the back so that they can like clean the cages out here in the front like uh so they they like wait for the person to come and take the birds to like the storeroom in the back and then they've they like they've been waiting the, too yeah. long if they now know these employees shifts and patterns this they is a full that, like, on mission the, they know that like every you know hour or whatever they come out and they like sweep the cage or whatever it's so a they, long meal so they go and they put the the birds in the storeroom, and then the animorphs sneak into the storeroom, acquire the birds, get in the cages, and then when they get brought out, they start like 
fucking with the patrons and the customers and saying that like the food has botulism and like botulism. You know, <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, the last fun. one I think that gets said is, is one of the parents goes, uh, we should be flying free in our natural habitat. And, <laughs> and Marco, like, to us is like, yeah, that one, that last one was Cassie. Uh, <laughs> but then, uh, I, I feel bad, though, that the kids were mad at the mean kids, so now they're going to ruin this franchisee? Like, they're going to do way more damage to, these fucking, bir- to this bird no, establishment. They want the birds to not be used anymore, and the birds to be, like freed or given to somewhere that's not a restaurant this place mall. is gonna go under david these birds are gonna be not because of the black. birds they're gonna go on the black market and then we're gonna have these birds living in pasadena so if anything these birds being in this restaurant is more a health hazard than a good thing so well they did just admit about the botulism so yeah. what 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 happens do the owners try to stop these squawking uh, birds you know, that's it yeah they, they then it kind of just like ends that segment and it was like then we left and it was all fun and yay we did it like I imagine it means that the birds are, they're going to think twice about using the birds again, you know? I've never um, gone to the Amazon Cafe. They used to have it. They had animatronics. Well, the Rainforest Cafe. Rainforest Cafe, yeah. 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 I would pass it in the in Vegas. You would see it, but we never went to it. I've been to one, like, a time or two. As a kid, are there yeah. animatronics? Is that like... There were in like... some of them, like little little robot ones, yeah. Okay, I love a tiny robot. I just liked when I, when I would order my Shirley Temple... Uh, as a kid, they would bring it to me in like a animal foot mug. You know, it was like a tiger or an elephant like foot, but it's a mug. That's great. as a kid, that's great. But now I think about that. They're, they're they're saying murder that animal and turn it into a cup. Just just the exotic ones that are cool. Oh, okay, cups, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so as they're leaving, they kind of like split because they don't want to like be known as a group, right? So I was about like... to say after that cold open. Now how does the book start? So as they're leaving, they're kind of split, and it's Marco and Jake kind of walking out together. And then they notice, kind of in the crowd, uh, they notice Eric, the Chi, the, like, dog robot that looks like a human. Oh, yeah! Yeah! So they go over to Eric, and he's like, hey, we need to talk, but we need some privacy. And so he extends his hologram around the both of them so that they all look like a group of security guards, just, like, chatting it up with (laughs) each other. Sure. Um, And he's like, so, uh, hey, Jake, hey, Marco, Marco, can we talk alone uh and marco's like i got no secrets from jake uh and eric's like well this is concerning of like person very close to you and jake's like you mean his mom right and eric's like oh he knows okay cool uh because <laughs> eric does I know. knew jake was gonna yeah. have to spill the beans on this yep. well eric already knew eric already knew from the last book he was the other person right. that knew because because he recognizes uh, Marco's mom. Is this the one who has PTSD from murdering all those yeah. people in an instant? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's very serious now. But remember, they're they're working as spies in the Yerks. They have, like, Yerks trapped in their heads. Oh. And so they're, like, controllers, and they, like, get inside info, right? Sure. So, Eric is like, okay, well, uh, your mom, Visser One, is back on Earth. Is is the rumor the the word around Yorktown? The ro- the ro- the the word around the the, the fire butt, hydrants, right? the yeah, fire yeah. hydrants at the dog park. All the dogs have been sniffing butts talking about this. Yeah, uh, and she's overseeing a secret project off of an island, like twenty miles off the coast. Um, I believe you uh, mean Catalina Island. Okay, no, I can't remember what they call it. Uh, they they say it in the book, but it's it's not that. But it could be Champion um, Island. Who knows? <laughs> uh, uh, the the what they know is that a new species of controller may be at this island. Oh no, an upgraded Something controller. 
called Lirin, or Lirins for plural, but... Lirins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marco kind of storms off from this in a huff because Eric sort of implies that, like, if you guys go on a mission here, you might have to, like, fight your mom and you might make a mistake doing that. And he goes, I'll fight your mom. Yeah, it basically is like, like, hey, I'm just telling you to be careful because it looks like your mom. So you might make a mistake and get emotional. Your mom's fat, you bitch. I'm not emotional. You're emotional. (laughs) You know. uh, (laughs) Um, So Marco goes to Axe privately. After that, to ask him, like, hey, what is a Lyran? And Axe is like, where did you learn that? And he's like, don't worry about it. Just Dog robot it? at the Mega Mall by the birds. Uh, um, so Axe tells him they are an aquatic amphibious race that uh, supposedly are psychic at close range. Ooh, how close range? Like, like I got like a few my... feet. Like, okay. like, like, clo- like standing next to you. Um, they're not allowed on the Andalite homeworld for that reason. Because <laughs> they, they, they steal all they their ATM pin they numbers. They could also just be embarrassing. Like, yeah, you could just be like, your, all of your thoughts would become known, right? Sure, sure. Um, so Axe is like, oh, but like, they couldn't be taken over by the Yerks. Like, the Yerks deal wouldn't work on them. They're psychic. Like, you couldn't secretly take over a bunch of Lyrans because they'd all know, hey, that Lyran is not a Lyran, it's a Yerk inside of a Lyran. Right. Couldn't they still? Uh, I, I they could. They could go into a Lyran. Right. I, like, under, I was gonna say. I understand the point. They lose their anonymity, so they they wouldn't be like, able to like infiltrate the society. The way right, that but they, they could like would. still snag themselves. They could get a like Liren. one or two. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so so Mark was like, okay, but like if they did have Lyran controllers, and Axe is like, yeah, that'd be bad. They'd be able to tell that like the Chi are spies. They'd be able to tell that. You are a human, you know, like right. The kids would be that they would know it would, that it would be game yeah. over if if the year yeah. started having psychic people. Game over, man. Yeah. Uh. So so they're like, oh fuck. So they have a group meeting, um, and decided let, let's take a casual look around the island. Then let's just like see what's up because we don't have any confirmed reports. Just what Eric has heard through the Yerk rumor mill, right? Yeah. So when they're like, okay, great. Well, we'll just go dolphin, like. Seagull out to the island and then go dolphin and check it out. And Tobias is like, cool, yeah, uh, I'll just stay. I'll fly cover then. Yeah, that's f- fine. And everyone's kind of like, why? You, I mean, you, you don't have a dolphin morph, but we can get you one. And he's like, ah, it's fine. I'll, I'll fly cover. And so they find out that, like, Tobias is, like, afraid of the water. Oh, no. He's a bird man. But eventually they're like, you got to get a dolphin. He's like, fine. So they have to go to the gardens first, uh, the, the zoo theme park that Cassie's mom works at. AKC uh, World in San yeah. Diego. Well, it's the gardens, right? Because it's it's a theme park next to like a zoo. Right, right, like, right. Yeah, to a zoo. Yeah. Right? I, I don't know if you saw well, the, the documentary other Blackfish. No They're World. putting as many fucking attractions down there. The other now reason as I possible. say no to Sea World is because later in this book we're going to get another place that is literally Sea World. So uh, okay, yeah, that's okay, why. Okay. That's, and that's why I'm like, ooh, maybe it's San Diego. But anyway, well, maybe it's San Diego. Um, so they go to the the gardens. They they morph seagulls and they go there. Um, while they're there, Marco, he's been feeling a little out of sorts thinking about his mom and such. So he, he decides to like get a little bit of a thrill and he goes and he lands on like a roller coaster car as it's like kind of going up the like hill. And Jake is like, what are you doing? But also lands next to him and they like hold on with their little seagull feet as it goes over the hill. And then they use it to like, let it launch them into the air and like fly real fast. That's Um, great. Yeah. It's just a fun little thing. Um... So then they get to the dolphin tank, and Tobias is like, okay, like, I gotta acquire it, but as a hawk. So 
he like waits for the dolphin to be like coming up to like jump out of the water and he like swoops down to grab it and as he's like swooping down cassie's like wait is this a bad idea like <laughs> and then he like swoops and kind of like talons the dolphin enough to like acquire it but one of his talons gets stuck and in the, the blowhole in like in the dolphin skin and then uh gets he gets pulled under the water and uh they're like acquire it it'll trance out he's like i am acquiring it it is not trancing out what the fuck i'm gonna drown and so like it's like jumping in and out of the water and it's going towards like a hoop uh and marco was like tobias is gonna get like wrecked by that hoop like as it like passes through it so to uh, so marco uh uh swoops down and like body checks tobias off of <laughs> the dolphin and then they like fly off that was a harrowing escape. Yeah, that barely that that could have ended terribly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so they fly away, and then um, on the way to like the island, as they're like flying out over the ocean, um, Marco is glad that Tobias is in kind of a shitty mood because of all of this, because it allows him to like keep teasing Tobias and kind of keep his mind off of his mom. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, and so they land on the island. That's okay, but like you shouldn't derive happiness from making other people feel. He just bad. he wants to distract himself from the heavy shit going on in his head, right? I get it. I get it. Uh, and and throughout this book, multiple times, Marco will say shit to us of like, of like, I'm I'm the guy who makes jokes. Like I don't talk about emotions. I don't get deep in that kind of stuff and all of that. Like I'm the guy who's here to just be funny and the world is funny and ha ha ha. My emotions are my art. My jokes are my armor, and that's why I protect my myself. Absolutely. Uh, so um, I'm sorry. That's what Marco says. Not, <laughs> yeah, okay, not okay. me. I was um, like, geez, am I a therapist? <laughs> I gotta pay for these truths. So they land on an island to on the island to demorph because um, whatever it is is supposed to be underwater, like this thing. Um, Marco does a fun little bit as they're like walking into the water to morph dolphin as he sings, let's get fishical, fishical, <laughs> I wanna get fishical, <laughs> which is great. Um, they morph dolphins, except for Axe, who morphs his tiger shark, because that's the morph that he has. Um, which reminds Marco of the first time that they morphed dolphins, and Marco got like bit in half, pretty much. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. He has he like, he has, like PTSD about being a dolphin and fighting sharks. Um, so they, uh, they become dolphins and they kind of like give in to the dolphin playfulness. So they're like racing around the island to kind of like check it out, but also it's sort of treated like a game and Marco's clicking out echolocation and like, is like, whoa, wait, what the fuck? Like, and kind of snaps out of it back to his like human brain. Um, because they notice like some big thing out in the water, like a, like a structure almost. And they go to where it should be and they don't see anything like, but they're like echolocating and it's like, it's there. Is it is, so? It's an invisible dome structure, and so they're like, "Well, what if it's kind of like like the chi hologram? What if it's like a hologram?" And Axe is like, eh, "It could be, or like a force field, even." And it's like, "Okay, great." Well, let's wouldn't check. it be like Axe's ship under the water? Wouldn't well, it be like some sort of water similar. ship? Well, similar, but it's like literally like, well, there must be some kind of hologram or something making this just look like a normal seabed. Are all spaceships also water ships? Because if you can survive the vastness of space then you can survive the depths of the ocean but maybe ha- being submerged in liquid would make your engines not work properly or something right but their engines aren't based on our physics david there's no but way also, they're pumping we don't know that they're coming to a ship you don't know what's there i don't know what's there and so they swim towards what should be there and as soon as they sort of cross the veil if you would yeah. suddenly they see it and there's it's, like a, it's a force field or not a, like it was a hologram hologram force field kind of thing it, it actually is a force field but it allows for just not water to get through. Anyway, okay. um, uh, so they, they go through and uh, suddenly see, like, 
a underwater complex of like buildings and they look kind of like he says like almost like boring office buildings except obviously through like the portholes in them you can see hork Bajir walking around and shit um but like other than that there's like big opening like big door openings almost like loading bays for like big enough for like trucks or like some kind of big vehicles um what vehicles they're in the middle of the water what vehicles are going out there wonderful question so they go, okay, clearly you're, you're a place. we got to go back up to the surface for air. We're dolphins. We've been underwater for like 20 minutes or whatever. So they, they go up, um, they surface for air. And then as they're there, Axe like kind of thought speaks. And it's like, hey, everyone, uh, just so you know, like a number of fish are heading towards us. And they're like, okay. And then Jake's like, wait a minute, Axe, big fish? And he's like, yeah, like about as big as my morph, the tiger shark. But they have weird heads. Hammerhead sharks coming to fuck with this pod of dolphins. So they go look. And there are, like, ten hammerhead sharks swimming towards them. And they're like, well, that's too many. And Rachel's like, we can take them. And everyone's like, no, let's go. And so they turn to run, and there are five more hammerhead sharks coming from the other direction in sort of, like, a pincer move. This is unnatural. Sharks don't move in packs like this. You're very right. Um, So Marco immediately, like, Jake's like, okay, great, run. But, like, Marco, even without having to listen to that, is like, I want to say that I was just following orders, but I did it on my own. I panicked, and I fucking took off just and went he, like shows at a right angle and he's swimming hard but the the sharks like move to counter their moves and like end up surrounding them and so jake is like okay everybody focus on one and get it to bleed and then all the other sharks will like go fucking crazy for that one and then we can get it not if they're being remote controlled or mind controlled by these lyrins so they do it and the sharks do not respond appropriately to that and just almost like they're coordinated come at the animorphs oh no so they all bunch together as like a, a single like dolphin group and like swim to try to like wedge their way through this line of sharks but the sharks move to like cut them off and stuff like they're moving like a fucking tactical unit like a well-oiled machine david and so marco gets the idea of like jump like sharks don't jump out of the water let's jump and so they like power and like jump over the line of sharks and as they kind of start running away they then hear like a really loud like siren alarm type sound like under the water and the sharks immediately like stop and swim away and they're like and everyone's like great let's get out of here and marco for some reason is like we should probably find out what just did that. Like, <laughs> we should probably find out what called them off. I wonder if the sound waves in the water stopped the psychic transmissions from the leers into them and, like, messed with Remember the Remember that leerins are only psychic at close range, and psychic doesn't mean mind control. It just means mind reading. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, but your head's in the right place. Uh, so, so, so Axe is like, I agree. So they like kind of go back under real quick to kind of see what's up. And then they see like 20 feet ish below them, um, a a big like submarine looking vehicle, but it's not like a human submarine. It's like see through, you can like see onto like the bridge and like with all the crew and everything. Um, and so they look in and they see that there's a kind of mixed crew of hork and humans and Geds and Taxons. That's uh, bad. That's a bad submarine, David. Those are bad guys. There's a chair in the middle that seems kind of like the Captain Kirk captain's chair. Um, do they have one of those? Do they have the periscope? Do they have the thing where they can look above <laughs> the water? That's the best part of a submarine. Uh, 62 and 63. Let me read something to you. 
Standing beside the chair was a bizarre creature. It had pebbly, yellowish skin that seemed slimy, like it was coated with Vaseline. It sat like a frog on big hind legs with webbed feet. But instead of frog's tiny front legs, this creature had four tentacles spaced evenly around its body. It had a big head that just sat on its shoulders with no neck. The face was curved outward with a a hugely wide mouth that seemed frozen in a sort of idiot grin. There were two eyes, both brilliant, green, and large. As the sub passed beneath us, this creature seemed to shake, like he was having a slight tremor. I saw him turn around to face us as we receded behind the sub. He gazed at us with his blazing green eyes. The person sitting in the captain's chair must have said something, because the frog thing sort of looked troubled and then shrugged in a very human-like gesture. The person in the chair stood up. She stretched. She turned around and looked up, right at us, right at me. And I swear I had to stop myself from saying, Hi, Mom. So there she so is. So his mom's now become a frog heroin junkie? No, no, no. The, the human is sitting in the captain's chair. The frog thing is next to the captain's chair. Right, but the frog thing is obviously having withdrawals right now. What drugs is he addicted to? Just because it shudders doesn't mean it's having withdrawals. I don't know, man. It pretty like it's If, pretty it, if it's a psychic up. thing that shudders and then looks in your direction when it shouldn't have known you were there, I'm going to assume okay. <laughs> that, that it's like there. sensing things there. Yeah. Oh, Mom is the captain of the sub. How can we save her? The submarine then kind of goes forward and disappears into the hologram. So now Mm, I can't see it. Gone. So they get home. They go home. Marco gets home and realizes, fuck, I have a ton of homework to do. (laughs) He has to do Not only is my mom not dead, but now I have trigonometry. That's one of those things that they keep, like, bringing up in this book of, like, how do we fucking pretend to, like, have to care about trigonometry homework when, you know, my mom is the evil overlord that's trying to take over this fucking planet right it's so, very but, it's very spider-man-y it's very yeah. like i gotta get my homework done yeah so he uh he has to do a book report and the only reason i'm including like this detail is because it's fun he has to do a book report on a book called lord of the rings oh uh, all three is, that's a lot that somebody says is, he says i only have to do the first book but i was supposed to start it like a month ago and the way he describes the lord of the Rings series is it's three books long but each book is as long as three books <laughs> and it's like yeah man that's pretty accurate. <laughs> this description coming from a series of books that the books reach no more than like 170 pages. Uh, <laughs> um, so he he like lays down with his headphones and he kind of like gets lost in his thoughts, thinking about all his problems and everything. And at some point he kind of yells to himself like, ah, I'm too young to be dealing with this bullshit, like something <laughs> like that. And then he, re- he like kind of gets a weird feeling and he like takes the pillow off of his face and like takes his headphones off and he realizes his dad has been standing in his room like... He's like, hey, I tried calling and knocking, but you didn't answer. I just wanted to. So I invaded your space and looked at you in your private time. So he's like, he's like, I just wanted to ask if you wanted to watch the game downstairs and say dinner is almost ready if you want pizza. And Marco's like, okay, I have homework. I kind of like dismisses him um, and then feels bad that he's like, I wish I could. And his dad is like, you know, you can like talk to me about anything that's bothering you and marco's like oh it's just a song lyric like get uh, out of I, here, dad. I, I i know dad and then he bites his bites his thumb he goes there's yeah. some things i can't talk and about he gets, and you. he gets real mad at himself because he's like i can't trust my dad like what if i trust my dad and it ends up killing all of us so yeah like, you know so but then he's like but what i can do is say fuck it to this book report and go watch a fucking basketball game or whatever with my dad and so he goes and he does that um oh, he's gonna get a bad grade you get that book is long. There's <laughs> i'm no glad movie. you say so because we will find out what it gets on this book report there's later. no movie for him to watch That's and true. sort of wing it you know what i mean there was the animated one though right at that they, point but it's a bridge they that one's not good it's not like the hobbit one they had to they cut they jammed so much into that cartoon <laughs> uh so then they have a group meeting 
um, where they're like, hey, those were not normal sharks. And someone's like, well, were they controllers? Oh, and... I thought that I thought someone was like, those aren't normal sharks. Yeah, they have hammers on their heads. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> what shark looks like that? Um, no, so, uh, so they're like, were they controllers? And Axe is like, well, Cassie kind of showed me like pictures of their physiology and stuff. And I'm going to say no. Yerks, they, like the, the shark brain and system that it is housed in uh, would not support a yerk getting in there. There's no space for that. Like it's too small. There's not enough, whatever. Um, and so they're like, it must be something else. Um, so they're like, well, we need to check it out. How are we going to check it out? And the answer is we need to be hammerhead sharks ourselves because then they'll probably leave us alone. So you're telling me, David, it's hammer time. It's hammer time. It's hammer time. Where, uh, so they got to go to a new place because they don't have any of the bush gardens. That's, they got to go to a place that correct. has hammerhead sharks. You're right. Uh, Marco, at this point, also, we find out, uh, is feeling particularly guilty about, like, panic running during the encounter recently. Mm, yeah. Not that anyone has brought it up, but he feels like they know. They must know that I fucking flipped out and ran. Or, you know, like, like, even though they were all running. Like No one wants to be the coward in the foxhole. You know what I mean? You got to yeah. be strong. If for no one else, you got to be strong for the guy next to you. Yeah. So they fly at night to Ocean World, this big new, like, aquarium theme park place. Ocean World, where all of your dreams come true. It's got one of those, you know, those big, like, fucking apartment building-sized aquariums that have, like, the big plexiglass tunnel that you can like go through and you're like oh, ocean the fish world we me. have an apartment complex of fish <laughs> <laughs> so they like they they demorph and they're kind of walking in and they're they're like kind of going through this complex and they're sort of debating like well what's the plan here like how do we touch these hammerhead sharks they're not like dolphins they're not friendly obviously they're probably well fed but still you know, they're going to have to bum rush it. They're all going to have to find one shark and all get that one shark because so, they can incapacitate it. Best idea anyone has is Rachel that is like, well, why don't we morph dolphin and knock one out? They don't yeah. have to be conscious and then demorph and acquire it. And Cassie's like, I hate that. Like, why are we, we're going to beat the shit out of like a poor <laughs> shark? And everyone else in the group was like, I don't care. We can do that. No like, problem. <laughs> I picture the dolphins when they beat them up. The dolphins are walking on their two fins, and then they roll up their sleeves. They get a, <laughs> give a good one. They wind up a good punch. Um, but then someone is coming, uh, so everyone hides except Axe, who can't really find a place to hide behind because he's a fucking andalite at this point. What and does he, he? Does he turn into a, fl- a floppy fish? No, he's not got, no, got no time. A security guard comes in with a flashlight and sees him, and it's like, oh my god, what the hell is that? And another security guard comes in and goes that. Is a fucking Andalite. And then oh, it's like, oh no! no, that one is a controller. They're gonna um, have to escape Ocean World. So the controller one pulls out his gun and knocks out the non controller one and is yeah. like, well, that guy's gonna be a controller soon. Ha ha ha. And then it's like pointing his gun at, at Axe and is like, I've got you now, Andalite. I'm gonna get promoted. I'm gonna God, they always talk so much. Okay, so then Axe well, whips like, out his I'm, tail blade. Me being the one to bring an Andalite bandit, I'm gonna get promoted out of here. I'm gonna be Visser 3's like right hand man. And I think Axe at that point is like, are you sure you want to do that? Like, a lot of Mr. 3's right-hand men are dead, bro. Like, <laughs> um, Marco kind of causes a quick distraction by standing up all of a sudden and being like, hey, where's the snack bar? And then Tobias, like, rakes the controller's face with his claws, and then they, they run. Um, uh, they And then they break into, like, the big 
plexiglass tunnel that is under the aquarium kind of zone with all the sharks and fish and stuff like swimming, you know, around them. Uh, and Axe has a little funny moment. Let me find it here. Um, they could break that glass. It would be awful for everybody, but they could do it. So they, they go in there and Axe goes, now this is an interesting human concept, Axe said approvingly. This hologram makes it almost appear that we are under the water. <laughs> Axe, and then Rachel's like, uh, Axe, it's not a hologram. And he's like, wait, then we are underwater, protected only by badly made human plastic? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And then he goes, why do you humans do things like this? <laughs> and I really loved that moment. But then they are discovered by more controllers who have followed them um, and are, they get kind of cornered in this like hallway, this like tunnel hallway. Um, and Marco is like, hey, Axe. Uh, oh, and, 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 and at this point, the controllers are like, One's like, there's kids with the Andalite. And the other one is like, fuck the kids. Kids break in here all the time. Get the Andalite. Uh, and so and so Marco's like, hey, Axe, uh, how badly made would you say the plastic is? And uh, Axe is like, oh, I get you. And fucking yeah! slices it open. And the water Shit. rushes in. It takes a second and it goes. knocked around. Yeah. Yep. Um, so Marco gets all turned around uh, and like bumps into a thing he's like what the fuck is that and he turns around and it's a fucking shark and he's like Whoa! and he like swims away and he swims to get air and then he ends up like kind of like he's like holding himself up like above the water as like the shark is like kind of staring at him and he's like well fuck it and he drops down onto it and acquires it and then floats up with it to like the out of the like hole in the thing up to the surface of the tank where the other animorphs are already waiting and being like, oh, thank God, Marco, you got out. Like we weren't sure where you were. And, and Marco's like, hey, well, I have someone for you to meet. And like this tranced out <laughs> shark like floats up and then they all acquire the hammerhead and then they get the fuck out of there. Oh, today, <laughs> today dreams didn't come true at Ocean World when many a guests were hurt in a freak accident as water rushed in. Uh, the news the next day talks about it, but they, they frame it. It is framed by the company as, like, they kind of make it seem like some of the security guards got drunk and, like, shot the fucking tunnel and that's why it collapsed and listen shit. this happens you hear about these stories it happens all the time people go uh postal it just uh, happens to tie up a narrative breadcrumb that we had from earlier the next day at school marco gets a d minus on his book oh i knew it he wrote it on the bus on the way to school clearly had not read it the teacher had a note on it that said haha marco very funny read the book and do it again like, yeah, you know, like you know, they make you just redo a thing if you clearly didn't put effort into it. He's got to redo it, or he's gonna fail the seventh grade. So at school that day, Marco is feeling all torn up inside, uh, and he goes to the pool at the school, wherein he he like kind of looks around. There's no one around, no one's there, no one's watching. So he gets in the water, and he's like, "I want to feel." I, I, he starts morphing into a shark, be, not to test it, but because he wants to, he's like, he's like jealous that the shark is like emotionless and has no fear, right? Mm. He's like, oh man, what a great mindset to be in if you were a shark. Is he yeah. going to kill the shark when he puts it in chlorine? <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, probably, but so he starts morphing, but then as he's morphing and like the bottom half of his body is what's morphing first. Um, bullies like show up and are like, "Hey, let's get out of the fucking pool. I'm gonna get out of the water, of bro. We yeah. haven't been able to make fun of any birds lately, uh, so we're taking it out on you." And Marco stops the morph, but he's like halfway done with it and like is feeling like very like 
I was staring right at the bully's neck and like all I had to do like for the my brain was telling me like all you have to do is like fuck this guy up bite his neck bite his neck he's like I could I could leave I could leave but then the bully like insults his mom and it's like oh I bet your mom just ran off with some guy because like she's a slut and like whatever you know like something some shit like that your mom's Uh, a big dirty whore that's what we heard (laughs) your dead mom right because someone's like oh you're gonna run home to your mama and the other bully's like he can't his mom's dead and he's like nah I bet she's just a fucking whore and ran (sighs) off you know like it's like it's like the the peak shit that would get you like oh I'm gonna beat the shit out of you Jake shows up in a clutch moment and is like, hey, Marco, what's up? Let's go away from here. He's not worth it. Save it for the real deal. You know, like right. all of that kind you of stuff. You get to murder people on the weekend all the time. Just wait a little longer. <laughs> um, Jake is pissed and is like, Marco, maybe you should sit this one out. It's a little hitting a little close to home. And Marco's like, Jake, you literally would have to kill me to keep me away from this mission. Jesus Christ. Uh, so then, great. Uh, it's Jake now. pulls out a gun. I didn't want it to turn to this. <laughs> Any, anything for the mission, Marco. Anything for the mission. <laughs> uh, so it's Saturday. They go back to the island. Um, this time a little more cautiously. Um, but when they, they land there, Jake kind of pulls Marco aside before, like, they demorph to human. And then Jake pulls Marco aside and is like, Marco, like, we should talk. Like, um... First of all, you're freaking everyone out because you haven't made a single joke the entire way here. Like, you're being too serious. <laughs> and everyone's kind of like, what the fuck is going on? And they don't know about your mom, so, like, they're freaking out about it. Maybe um, you should let everyone know about your secondly, mother. Marco, maybe now is a good time that you should tell them about that because we are about to go potentially into battle and that may come up. And Marco's like, no, I'm not telling anyone still. Fuck you. Like, like, <laughs> And then he, like, goes over and, like, very, like clearly like over the top is like ah all right let's go but have i mentioned lately how insane it is that we're doing this and then he kind of like looks at jake and is like there are you happy fuck you like that kind of shit so they walk into the water to morph um and while they do so like marco's like legs morph first and so he like falls forward and he like cuts his hand like as he's morphing but it's fine because then he morphs into a shark Right. So then they all morph into shark, and then all of them kind of get lost in the shark brain. Because there's blood in the water. Trying to find the source of this blood in the water. Uh. And Marco's the first one to snap out of it because he's like, wait a minute, that's that's my fucking blood. Jesus Christ. Everyone stop. Like, calm down. That's my blood. And they're like, oh my god, that was like really strong. Okay, everybody, nobody bleed anymore because like that was too much. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't bleed anymore. Yeah, okay, that's how it works. So they swim off, they go through the hologram, and none of the other hammerhead sharks pay them any mind. They seem to be getting through totally easy. And it's like, okay, cool, what now? Um, so they like swim into one of those big like openings that are big enough for like a vehicle, presumably the submarine. They have to be in a flying V underwater so they look <laughs> like robot sharks. Um, so they they go in and it's clearly like a boat dock, like a it comes up to a surface that then is boat inside dock. this complex. Um, uh, so they uh, are in there and they're like, okay, well to get around inside here, we got to be something that isn't going to be super noticeable. So they decide to try flies, um, but before they get to like morph to human and then morph to flies, that big siren thing happens again, and they're like, oh no, are we found? But then all of the sharks, the other hammerhead sharks, like swim in to this area and then like another door opens and the sharks start going in like single file oh they got to go into that shark and area they're, and they're like i guess we go in here so they like get in line and they go through and then when they go in like a, a like a claw like a hand like one by one comes and like picks them up by like behind their head and like 
is lifting them out of the water so they're hanging like vertically and and Marco sees that like it's like a conveyor belt system of just like all these sharks like hanging in a row like going through this like system and then uh where do they uh, take the sharks the sharks got to be in the water as they process through the system they see that they think all of the sharks including them get like injected like with an like a syringe like thing like get injected with something and then to them specifically not all the other sharks but to the anamorph sharks like a drill like like one of those drills that you you'd use to like drill like a hole in the, in a wall to like put wiring through or something oh my like, god like comes and like drills in the back of each of their heads or like necks and then like implants like a device and then they all get plopped back into like the fucking dock area pool Will will implants in the animal form go over to the human form? Let's fucking find out. So they get like a big pain in their head and then suddenly they get like a rush of like endorphin like pleasure and they're like, interesting. So they demorph to human and they're like, I guess let's continue the mission. So they start morphing to fly and as they start morphing to fly, it hurts so bad. Oh, no. And Marco sees, like, Rachel morphing and her head is shrinking, but then there's, like, this bulgy thing, like, in her head is shrinking. So he's like, everyone, stop morphing. Like, morph back. So they figure that the implant in them is, like, too big for some of their smaller morphs and will fuck them up if they, <laughs> if they, they morph something small. How do they rip it out of their heads? So they're like, well, we need to deal with this. So, uh, 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 where is it? Where was I? Oh they God. have to turn into an animal, then let the others bash their head open to take it out, and then turn back into a human before they bleed out and die. So here's the plan. Uh, three of them are going to be on distraction team, cause havoc, get people's attention somewhere in the base, while the other three go find the controls and control mechanisms for whatever is in their head and for the base. Both of these plans are awful, FYI, but okay, this is the plan. This, this, this is the plan. Well, because, they, because they're like, we got to do something about these, and the only thing we can do is find the controls for them right now. Right. Presumably. Find out what's up. So, team distraction is Jake, Cassie, and Rachel, and they are going to go battle form, tiger, bear, wolf, right? Um, and uh, team find the controls is Marco, Axe, and Tobias, right? They morph into their bird morphs, which is big enough for the implant, they find. Uh, and they, like, as the distraction starts and, like, a door opens and a taxon comes out, they, like, swoop in through the door and are now, like, in the complex, like, flying through the halls. They make it into, like, an office room. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and then they, like, they, like, land and, like, demorph, uh, and are kind of, like, sneaking through trying to find this computer. Uh, then... Marco's looking for the computer. One's a bird and one's an andalite, so... Well... The Andalite's looking for the computer the most because he's right. the one who knows how to use it. Uh, well, no, but they're all, like, creeping together. Like, yeah, Tobias is, like, on Axe's shoulder, and they're, like, you know, walking through. Um, so then it says, uh, Marco says, I crept in, out into a brightly lit hallway. I took a second to try and figure out which direction to go. At the end of the hallway was a door, different from the others. On it was a gold symbol of some kind, like the presidential seal. That way, Axe, if anyone pops out of any of these doors... And I let it hang. Axe knew what to do. He twirled his blade. Uh, he twirled the bladed end of his tail, limbering it up. I guess we scurried down the hallway. I reached for the door handle and opened it. Come in, a voice said. Oh, Axe is gonna just murder this lady. I froze there, my head poking through the open door. My friends were hidden behind me. I said, "Come in," a sinister voice said. Never make me give an order twice. You won't live to hear me give it a third time. So I stepped through the doorway, closing it quickly behind me, blocking Axe and Tobias from view. And I walked on wooden, rickety legs to the big desk in the center of the room. I walked over and stood there, facing her, facing my mother. Oh. In human form. 
Right. Well, she right, just assumes dude. it's some kid controller or whatever that's working on the getting some internship hours before, you know, he's got to go back to the yerk pool. She thinks Marco's a technician and does say at some point in the conversation, I see, she said, because he's like, he's like kind of stuttering in his answers and stuff. It's about to get fucked up. I see. Obviously, your host mind is giving you some trouble. I'm sure you're aware that your host body is the biological son of my own host body. Not a shred of emotion, not a shred of guilt. I was sitting there using, it was sitting there using my mother's she body. Knows. She knowing, knows. Knowing like no one else could possibly know the agony my mother must be feeling at seeing me. I nodded. Yes, Visser. You must learn to control your host more completely. My own host is in here creating an awful racket, she said, tapping her head. But I do not let her weeping and wailing disturb me. No, Visser, I said in a whisper. I will try harder to control my host. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's awful. And then she um, dismisses him back to the hallway. So she's like, yeah, do your shit. I gotta go take care of this fucking problem that apparently these Andalite bandits are causing. And also, she mentions that Visser 3 is coming here. Uh, that motherfucker. He, it's his fault the Andalite bandits are still on the loose. He's probably... The, the, even in telling Marco that, like... She thinks he's a technician. She's like, there were supposed to be four technicians coming. Where are the others? Mm. And Marco's like, uh, Visser 3 killed them, I think. <laughs> and she's like, oh, he's always sabotaging my shit. Like, so, <laughs> so, so it's, like, it's like, okay. Um, uh, uh, Marco looks out the porthole from this office that he's in after she, like, leaves and walks past him um, and sees, like, a big yellow snake-like thing, like, 50 feet long, like, slithering through the water towards the complex and gets a very... Uh, familiar sort of feeling of oh, that must be Mister Three, like coming in just coming like in some fucking big ass space water snake thing. Uh, it is coincidence that he is here. He is not here in response to the Andalite bandits. He is coming here of his own accord for something else. Just a just a wonderful happenstance. This turned out to be. Um, uh, Marco goes out and finds Axe and Tobias. They like off in another little dark room where they have found the computer. Um. The Yerks, from going on the computer, the Yerks want sharks to make shark controllers uh, so that they can use them essentially as like water hork bajir on planets that are Sir, like water. Sir, we feel that these water sharks are the best line of defense we can have here on this planet. So they, what they're doing is they're mutating the sharks' physiology and brains. Um, oh, I forgot to mention earlier, after they were injected and they were like in the pools... Cassie noticed that her her shark brain was like noticeably smarter. Like it was like wondering about the future, and she's like, "Sharks don't do that. Like, what are right. they doing?" And so they figure out like they're mutating these sharks to make them able to become controllers. And these little implants are to control the sharks until they're ready to become controllers. Ooh, making a little space for the little little wormy guys to go. Correct. Live. Yes. Um, so they're supposed to have like just this army of shark controllers for like water worlds, which Lirin, this water place world. of psychic aliens is like a water world oh and so since we can't like subterfuge sneakily take over the leader in let's just fucking frontal assault that shit with hammerhead sharks <laughs> right that's a pretty good plan yeah uh axe also learns from the computer they're like okay what can we do about the implants and he's like well there is a liquidation procedure for them but it will only happen if this base is completely destroyed. The computer like has a failsafe to liquidate everything so that it's not discovered. Cut to planting charges and set <laughs> this place to explode. So they ask Axe, like, can you make it self-destruct on like, I don't know, a five-minute delay? Can you like shut off the force field that keeps the water from like crushing it? And he's like, 
Yeah, we can do that. We can uh, do that. <laughs> so he so he sets the timer or he like sets it to start. And then they they like morph and are morphing as they're running to like go and help the others in the fight that they can clearly hear like in the other part of the complex. Uh, they like bust in there and there's Visser One with like a bunch of Hork Bajir kind of like going off towards the already fight between taxons and Hork Bajir and these animals. Let's see. Uh, uh, Marco like beats up a bunch of Hork Bajir and then kind of gets face to face with his mom, but he's in a gorilla form at this point. Um, and, and he, si- uh, he, si- he signs to her. He goes. He goes. Love. He's able to, <laughs> he's to her. And then he asks for an apple, and then he says, yeah. "Thank you." Um, <laughs> so, uh, so then I have to read to you. Visser one's so familiar eyes flickered. If you kill me, you'll die as well, Andalite. And then I heard a rasping, rumbling, almost belching voice. It said, "Hatuma el gasu fatuli." An alien voice speaking an alien language. But I understood it. I felt it in my mind. It was like thought speak, only this was deeper, more profound. This voice seemed to use my own words in my own brain. And what it said was, don't be fooled, Visser One. This is no Andalite. I spun around, and there, standing behind me, was a Lyran controller, its tentacles waving. I could squash the big amphibian without breaking a sweat, but I just froze. I froze and looked back at my mother. Those it frog is... things are Lyrans? Yeah, the psychic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It is not an Andalite, the Lyran said again. It is a human. Oh, shit. They fucking let them know. Visser One's face remained impassive. No, you idiot, she sneered. It's a gorilla. They are related to humans, but they are not human. This is an Andalite in Morph. I beg your pardon for disagreeing, Visser. But but two things happened then within seconds of each other i broke out of my trance whipped around and punched the lyran right in its froggy mouth yeah and from the nearby dock a huge yellow serpent reared up suddenly mr three i assume my mother said contemptuously um so then the fight is going on still like there's like a battle happening between animals and hork and taxons and shit and throughout that or throughout it viscer one and viscer three are just like arguing politics with each other yeah, yeah well what? i bet you fucked up my shit well it's your fault that this and, is and they, he turns the around place. and he punches a guy and then he gets back to the conversation <laughs> then um uh, uh an announcement kind of happens over like the pa that is basically like force field shutting down in five minutes have a nice day. It literally <laughs> yeah. does say have a nice day. And Marco's like, I would have laughed at that if things weren't so crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so Visser 1 runs out of the room to like, towards the computer room to like, deal with shutting down the computer shit. While Visser 3 like, laughs at her for being like, oh, they fucked up your computer. Oh, so sad for you. <laughs> um, and then Visser 3 attacks Axe because he is visibly an Andalite. And it's like, visibly. Oh, so he like, grabs Axe in his like, big ass snake-like jaws and has him. But then he like, stops all of a sudden because Marco sees that Rachel, as a grizzly bear, like, has this snake, like, like, it's like spine, like, in her mouth. And like, she, for the first time, one of them besides Axe, thought speaks Visser 3 and is like, let him go or I will break you in half. And in that moment of hesitation, Mr. Three's like, oh, I guess we've got a negotiation now. And then Marco, like, you, you kind of met, mentioned this earlier as, like, a joke, but, like, Marco literally, like, winds up like a haymaker <laughs> and straight up slams Mr. Three in the nose, which makes him let go of Axe. And then he, like, dazed, like, falls into the water, like, into the, the dock. Uh, uh, and then they're like, let's get the fuck out of here. Hit and... it with that fucking Donkey Kong, David. You can yeah, charge dude. up that punch. 
So the the announcement then is like self destruct suspended at a minute and forty seconds remaining, and they're like fuck. So Rachel and Axe without even they're like oh, Marco, you let Mister One get away. Fuck you. We have to finish this, and they immediately race off towards the room. And Marco's like oh, uh, and Jake goes okay, we are gonna stay here and morph shark. Marco, you go do what you have to do. And honestly, he, he tells them like do what's right. Like don't worry about what anyone else thinks do what's right. And Marco's like, Jake, I'm a comedian. I don't have the time for that. But he like, he like runs, he runs after them and he, uh, uh, he comes in. But it's a very silly run the way that he, it's very silly if you were he's to see it. Yeah. So he's like, loping. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, he like bursts through the door and comes in on, there's a standoff between Visser one. Who's got a Drake and beam pointed at Rachel and Axe. Uh, she fires and hits Rachel in the shoulder. Axe like hits her in the hand with his tail blade, so she drops the Draken beam. Rachel charges Visser One and gets above her and is about to like fucking knock her head off. And Marco is like, "Stop! That's my mom." My mom. And Rachel's like, "No, Marco, your mom's dead." And he's like, "No, no, no. We thought she was dead. That is her." <laughs> and Rachel's like, "Fuck!" And like just like spares her and like throws the mom to the side. Marco then notices. She goes, this close to being dead. This close and walks away. Well, Marco then notices that uh, outside the window, the Visser 3 snake has just seen this happen. Oh, no. And so it's like, oh, well, this might work to our advantage because now Visser 3 is going to think that we are in cahoots with Visser 1 because we didn't fuck her up. Um, right. And then in that moment of hesitation, Visser 1, Marco's mom, rolls over, grabs the Draken beam, and kind of levels it to fire and as an instinctive reaction marco grabs a chair and hucks it at her but like misses and hits the window and the window cracks and there's that moment where everyone's like oh shit and then the the window fucking bursts and floods so Um, good they figured out a way to destroy the base so that they can get these things out of their brains the place floods marco's mom is knocked unconscious and he sees her floating face down like down the hall as the water is like rushing and as he's like trying to morph back to human and then two sharks so that he doesn't drown he does notice the like yellowy lyrin frog-like thing like swimming through the water towards where his mom was going but then he gets all jumbled around and he loses sight of them and he kind of loses where they went and he doesn't know like was it going to save her was it going to kill her was it going to like who knows was it going to just get away and not deal with her at all or maybe her new son is a lyrin and she forgot all about you marco <laughs> Uh, so they, they all morph shark, um, they fight a few uh, sharks as they're leaving, but then, like, Jake has to stop Marco from, like, going crazy and fighting more. He's like, stop, Marco, like, they're leaving, look, the signal stopped, like, they're leaving. Oh, he just is so angry, he's blood hungry! And then he feels like a, 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 sort of like a, he says like a, a watery feeling, like, in his head, and as the, the devices all literally liquidate and, like, melt away. Um, uh, Rachel, as they're swimming away, is like, hey, did you guys hear that? It was like a mechanical sound. It kind of sounded like that submarine. And Marco was like, thanks. Like, you don't have to say that to, like, make me feel better. And she's like, thank you for what? Having better hearing than you? Like, I'm not trying to make you feel better. Like, I heard right. you know? Um, and it gives Marco some hope that maybe his mom did survive, um, but is obviously not saved. She uh, is and, alive. And they swim home. The end. Uh, this was a fun one. This is I, I read this one yesterday and I took the notes yesterday and today. And so it's like very fresh in my mind. But uh, this was this was a fun especially the the horse one, I will admit, was a little lackluster yes. as far as excitement. <laughs> yeah, this one think? in reading it was way more exciting. 
And I, and I kind of glossed over a lot of the fights and stuff, but they're very tense and they're very, like, cool and, yeah. Uh, they're all super tense when we're on the main story. When yeah, and, and, and I do want to get that point across is like when I'm telling these stories, like reading the book is obviously a better experience. Yeah, sure. Like you're getting how it's supposed to be told. Uh, but like the, the action scenes and stuff are always like well written. Like they're, they're fun to read and they, they, they clip along well. Uh, the Again, stakes are super high. Always, everyone especially is in o- books, man. Everyone is involved in each other's shit. Everyone's involved in mom but shit. Now the group, I now mean, the group is going to know. Technically, Cassie and Tobias were not yet aware. At they'll the be told. Like this is, but like, but like, he even says like, "Oh, there's no way that Rachel doesn't tell Cassie, and like, Axel probably tell Tobias, and it's out there now. It's uh, out there." I mean, we're going to go to lessons in a second, but all of the lessons are Galactic War is awful. But all right, let's sure. get to the let's get to the lessons of this book. Lessons. Let the birdies go free. <laughs> Yeah. They don't need to be there. Don't you clip I, their wings. Don't clip their wings. Birds are people too. Let those birds go be free. <laughs> birds are people too. Uh, uh, the second lesson that I sort of resonate with me, it wasn't in this book, but another book. Don't be a murder robot. Like, don't, you don't need to be that <laughs> Just sort because of, you see Eric the Chi again, you're like, don't, don't fucking just, be a murder robot. Don't be a murder robot. He chose not to be. Right, and that's a great. But I want other people to also know that lesson in case they don't know you what don't choice have to be to a robot, a murder robot, and then feel regret and then become not a murder robot. You can just start by not being a murder robot. A great lesson from this book is Aliens is a great movie. You should go watch the oh movie Aliens. Yeah, it's just that was just something that popped up. We said Game Over, man. And I was like, people should go uh, watch Aliens uh-huh. if they haven't seen Aliens yet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that while this isn't always true in this story, listen to the rumors. Rumors are always <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. Know what's going on in the streets. The streets when you're, when know you're what's like happening. deeply involved in like intelligence gathering and like spies and stuff. Rumors. Listen to rumors. Like that's, to rumors. that's all. That's all that is. Uh, dolphins are not bucking broncos. You cannot just get on their backs and put your hand in the air and yell yeehaw. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I also wrote dolphins are, I wrote sharks are not bucking Broncos. You can't just <laughs> jump on their backs. <laughs> I think there a couple times in this story would prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Olivia Newton, John is a national treasure yeah, and should, yeah. she, she has a body of work in musical theater that husband tricked her a couple years ago. She's gone through a lot. Everyone, she, she does get, um, name dropped after he sings, the let's get physical. Someone's like, I think Rachel is like, Oh, Olivia Newton, John, really? And he's like, what, you know, who sings it? And she's like, yeah, well, <laughs> uh, I think a good lesson from this is if you are looking for an affordable fun time with your family, you should think about going to ocean, ocean world, world where all of your dreams come true. Uh, if your dreams that... are captive fish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wrote, uh, uh, don't shoot up aquariums. It's going to just sure. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's going to be tough for everyone involved. Uh, I have one. Yeah. Make yourself destruct mode harder to turn on. Yes. It should be <laughs> a I mean, couple of keystrokes. Sure. Andalites are like computer geniuses. So like that kind of tracks like acts would be able to do it probably. But like, it David, if I were to log version. on to your computer, there shouldn't be a self-destruct option that I could just, like, find on your computer. Let me computer. tell you, if you log on to my computer, I'm activating my self-destruct button from my phone, Don't sir. do it! I'm Don't do it at all. all. I am going to ground, and you will never see me again. 
whatever you said that one. Uh, sh- <laughs> a lesson I learned. Don't repeat lessons. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great lesson. <laughs> Another lesson is shark pleasure is the best pleasure. We as humans will never know the joy of shark pleasure. Do you want to know what, what he described the shark pleasure as feeling like? Yeah, what did he say? Uh, just the feeling that, like, the shark had just ate a shit ton of really good fresh food. Uh... Like, like, the hunger was, like, sated. Mm. Yeah. My hunger is sated. That's how you know I'm in shark pleasure. Yeah. Uh, possessed mom is the worst mom. Whatever <laughs> she's possessed by, aliens, demons, things from another century, another world, it's all bad. It's all going to yeah. ruin your mother. Yeah. Uh, and then the last lesson I have is you don't have to watch Waterworld. I know you're thinking. <laughs> I've seen it. Was, you, I, I know. I'm just saying to oh, the, so audience, the they're audience. Like, they're like thinking like, do I want to watch Waterworld? Nah, you don't have to watch it. You don't you're need to fine. watch the movie, but you do need to watch the stunt show at Universal Studios California. Oh, David, I hate to tell you they got, rid, they, of they got rid of it, didn't they? Yeah, I thought they're they knocking it down so they can build Harry Potter World, make it bigger. Awful. Awful. I know. I'm sorry. That's a, that's Listen, I'm I'm a fan of Waterworld. I'm just Listen, telling everybody the younger else generations they don't, have to be don't a fan. even know. They have I no know. idea what they're missing out on. Oh, those smokers! They eventually get there. We'll have to watch them jump from that second balcony <laughs> into the water. Well, thank you for joining us aboard the ship of Storytime, mm-hmm. where today we have set sail and have returned back to our point of harbor, our point of origin. As we depart from all of you, please join us Wait, next time. I have a preview for next time. Oh, yeah. What's a book 16? Book 16. Is it a mainline book or is it one it of is, those? It's okay. going to be a regular book. Yep. It's book 16 is called The Warning. Ooh, it's going to be a warning from space. The little little snippet on the cover is, now it'll take more than the truth to set you free. Not even Jesus can handle this one. (laughs) Not even our Lord and Savior, Messiah overall, can get us out of this pickle. Well, David, no more spoilers. We'll save that for next time. I'm going to show you the picture, though. Oh, what is it? Is it Jesus? Is he turning into Jesus? And he's turning into a rhino. A rhinoceros. Yeah. Rhino's going to be a great morph. Right? There was a time that they read into a rhino in like the first book, and both of us were like, they should have acquired the rhino. They, they should have really acquired, acquired the rhino. Yeah. I'm glad they're getting rhino now. Again, mm-hmm. makes me feel like they're in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, now mm-hmm. can I successfully end the episode? Feel free, man. Great, we're free! Wait a minute, hold on. I just have to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I do want to shout out. Actually, I did actually. We got another five-star review. Yay! What? Who sent, it, who sent this one in? Uh, this one is by... They gave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Ooh, thank you. That's how people can find our podcast. Uh, uh, their name is Alexander. Thank you, Alexander. Their, their full name is on the review, but I'm just not going to say it now. Just to keep in the same... I always <laughs> never say it. Uh, but he says, he says, let's get apocryphal. Came for the Animorph talk and Michael Santel. Oh, boy! Stayed for the wild Bible commentary, lol. <laughs> Would love to see David cover not-so-canon books left out. Keep up the great work. Now, I have a question about that, because if he means the not-so-canon books in Animorph, like the um, Alternomorphs, we are going to get to them. So, <laughs> no, great job, he means like... If you he... mean the non-canon Bible yeah. books that were left out from, like, the Council of Trent... 
boy, I, I, I'm not as familiar with those, so I'm going to have to really research those. I love that's, that's an interesting idea, and we might do that. You got to do those books, David. You got to do the books. There's a story where Jesus is making birds out of clay and turn it, making them real, then he kills them, and his dad's like, hey, you can't do that. Just because you have the power to create and destroy doesn't mean you shouldn't. He's like, hey, that's a great lesson, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we'll get a Bible scholar. Do you know any Bible scholars, David? I mean, I literally am related to one. <laughs> <laughs> Would he come on and no. do... Oh, no, my no. dad doesn't even know about this podcast. Uh, what if we told him we want to talk about <laughs> apocryphal books and just no, record be, him? No, that, that is an absolutely a thing that would never work. Uh, how many times <laughs> would he call you Dave in 30 minutes? Uh, every time he says my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're David to me through and through. It's not right, Dave. It's just not okay. right. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, as we <laughs> deal with these budding family issues, thank you much for dealing with us. I've been Michael Santel. I'll still be David Miller. And we'll see you all next time. Thank you for joining us. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Yeah. That's our show. Thanks for coming around. Don't be sad. No need to frown. We'll have more stories. Don't throw a fit. Goodbye, one and all, and we'll see you in a bit. Really, though, he would, like, not have a good time on our show. <laughs>